You are now tuned into Welcome to the Raw Zone, sponsored by Talent Wave, where many of your favorite celebrities have hidden talent. Visit the site to find out more. Email talentwave.info at gmail.com to find out how you could become part of the team. The values of us in this industry. When? 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 When is the light switch advocating going to fucking stop? That shit is getting out of fucking hand. When is the fucking, the, the fucking, whatever, if you want to say clout chasing or whatever, cancel culture bullshit. What, what, what else do people fucking want? You come in this industry, it's either two things. It's either you fucking do it or you fucking don't. Okay, there's no ride the fence shit. You don't have your cake and eat it too. I'm sorry. It doesn't work that way. Life is not a fucking app. Coming in this industry and business, it's not a fucking app. It's not a fucking app. And listen, and, I, and listen, and I'll say it right here, right now. For those of you that follow me on my fucking social media, real shit, I dare you to question me a time I was on some cloud chasing shit. I fucking dare you. I fucking dare you. And that's majority of y'all that's on here, I personally know. I fucking dare you. Can we drop a bomb, please? Nah, send this shit. No, don't drop no bombs. No, 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 no. No, 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 no bombs. No bombs. No, no, no bombs. No bombs. No bombs. No, 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 no. Fuck that. Them bombs are fucking overrated since 2000. Fuck out of here. Sorry. Fuck out of here. I sent you the yes chant. Can I give you the yes chant? You give me the yes chant. That's cool. You can give me the yes chant. Fuck out of here with those bombs. Fuck out of here with anybody that's coming in this culture. You want to be a fucking culture. Culture culture. those bombs. I'm sick. I'm, yo, it's, it's just mind-boggling to me. How the fuck could you want a certain level for your industry but yet don't be consistent. Do fuck shit. Do half-ass business. Do fucking monkey crap business. Do this. It's, it's enough's enough. And media too. Oh no, we've done our dirt. No, feel you. But media too, I'm not letting shit go off of media because I get it from the artist. You know what I'm saying? As I became an A&R, shout out to DJ Chase. I appreciate you for that worldwide sound record. I started understanding more of the music artist's plight. When you have enough motherfuckers who jerked you around, pulled you around, fucked around, charge you this, charge you that, fine. Yes, business is business. But when you do jerkimous prime fucking dickhead shit, okay, Expect a backlash or some negative feedback from a fucking artist. Okay? I'm sorry. When are we, when are we, when are we going to finally understand that value matters for our, for our industry to fucking grow? When? If we keep going the way we're going, no, we're not going to learn. Like when? But you have to remember, too, and then let's talk about the new... Like, we're going to go into this real quick. That yeah. way we can start talking about you. Yes, 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 um, But the New York industry is more focused, and let, let, let's keep it a stack, right? Ever since JB died, okay, the independent, start, the independent scene in New York alone has shifted in a way where instead of giving, comp, like, actual critique, it's turning into fuck shit. Oh, by far. The... Okay. By far. The critique. By far. By far. Um, has turned into bullying. Which is crazy. Which okay. is crazy. We went through a 12. We're still coming out of a pandemic. Right. And we're still pretty much telling people to suck our dick. Now, I say that on a daily basis, but I tell everyone to suck my dick. I'm equal opportunity telling you to suck my dick. People are telling, grown men are telling men to suck my dick. For no fucking reason at all, other than petty fucking bullshit. Which is nonsense. Which is nonsense. And and, and and not to interject, I remember there was an error. You got punched in your face for that. You got you got shot down for that, nigga. I'm from fucking Laurelton, Queens. I'm uh, like, you know what I'm saying. Besides, I'm from Harlem. I'm from Laurelton, Queens. I I seen people in Southside. I seen people in Brookville Park get blasted for that shit. Okay. I seen I seen people in my own front in front of my fucking face in broad daylight get blasted for that shit. But also too, let's 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 stick to another thing here. I'm sick and tired of this confusion of what's cold and what's not cold. Fam, 
Get the fuck out of here with that shit. Get the fuck out of here with that shit. Okay? That's not what this this industry needs right now. And 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 God rest the dead to JB. You know what I'm saying? And and I'm He be rolling in his grave right and, now. And, 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 and I'm gonna say something like this right now. And I'm keeping it honestly 100 percent buck, as always, as I do, as transparent as I always am. I just literally started internalizing of the passing. You know what I'm saying? Don't get me wrong. Has JB and myself, have we had debates where he's he's Malcolm, he's uh, Magneto, and I'm yeah. Professor X? Yes. But we both had similar vision in the sense of, okay, we know there's more for the independent industry to thrive upon. And as you said, as he as he died, and not even and not even also as he died, I feel on the independent scene, a lot of people just don't give a damn. Yeah, if it's not about theirs, or if they're gonna get their cut, or if it's not about playing their music, they don't give two fucks about you. You could be dead for all they care. Oh no, no, I'm sorry. They're just gonna sit there and just be like, oh, yo, we were so tight. They're gonna do it for cloud. Never mind. Which is which is crazy to me, and then also too, to add on, um, I'm sorry, but if somebody gives you a charge, and they back it up with why they're charging you, listen, there's two options: it's either you pay and respect the charge, or you don't. Oh, please don't get me started. No, I'm being dead serious. No, I'm listen, 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 <laughs> listen, listen, listen. You got the Ruger sprayer here. I'm letting the Ruger spray. I don't care. I'm at the point in my career, 15 years I've done contributed. Guess what? I personally don't give a fuck no more. Well, being that you're in there 15 years, if we really went into that whole argument right now, we would be taking up all your time. But we do want to talk right. about the the magic that is Remo himself. Okay. Yes. So when I first met you, you had Reem TV. Yes, I did. You know. I know. Oh, my God. I missed that. I missed that baby. Oh, my God. Oh, oh. Good. And now you're working with Cuts, Cuts Podcast, yes, your indeed. own podcast. Yes, Cuts is a vlog and a podcast, yes. Um, so I noticed, like, while the two had the same, kind of the same premise, you're still interviewing people about what they, what type of walk of life they're on, but more, I feel like... Inspiring. Re- yeah. Yeah. So what made you, first of all, after so many years and winning the 2017 Audience Award... Mm-hmm. Um, and 2018. Ooh. 2018, I'm sorry. See, but I, I did my research show. Thank you. I, um, I, I love that. Thank you. Being an award-winning TV personality, what made you just want to go switch to podcasting? All right. <laughs> we're we're going to speak some truth. Um, um, shout out to City Rock Radio. Um, during the time of City Rock, I feel we were on a high, but then we dropped the ball and, and, and became low. And the reason being was we were just stuck in one lane. You know what I'm saying? Just interviewing artists. And you know how it is when you interview artists. And I'm, and I'm going to call your shits out on you artists. That's fine. You, It's a 50-50. You got some that know what they want to talk about with their brand and their music. You got others you have to book bag for. What started happening was, I want to say, after our third concert, our all-female concert at um, at SOBs, shit started wavering, you know? And I'm not going to lie, even with me, there were certain things when it, within me creatively, I was like, there's other people I, we could talk to. I know there is. Shit. I, I not to be cocky, but I'm fucking Remo Marac. I know I could talk to other people. Let me do it. Let me get the people. Let's pull the trigger. At the time, we were fucking. On, we were on what? Apple. We were on Spotify. You know what I'm saying? Let's really expand this shit. And and nothing against Prezi. Prezi's a hard worker. Nothing against Prezi. You get what I'm saying? But I feel. For me. It was like, damn, I'm diluting myself too much. For the talent that I know that I could attract and bring to the platform. And I'm not going to lie, son. I did it. Listen, there's nobody that could, that could say when they came to City Rock that Remo Marac never gave his, his all. I gave it my all. There was even times I was fucking tired. Okay? I was coming from trips, from, from doing promo runs and filming out of town. And I still came to the fucking studio when I was supposed to, did what I was supposed to do. 
but with me, if you notice of my platforms, it's not a put in a box type of platform. You get what I'm saying? The reason being is because inspiration goes everywhere in this industry. You get what I'm saying? There's, 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 there's photographers, there's fashion people I know, there's actors I know, there's authors I know. You get what I'm saying? For, 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 for it to be, for me, to be forced in that, you're, you're forcing me to put fake energy out, and I can't do that. And I can't do that. That's just the real. You know what I'm saying? That's just the real. I can't put energy out. But as I got to podcasting, see, what was, was misinterpreted, see, I was doing it before. With Ream TV Radio, when I was at DSN, and you know, podcasting here and there, but I was, but it was still internet radio slash podcasting. But then, a lot of people kept, you know, coming to me like, "Yo, Remo, son, you could do your own podcast." <laughs> you, you, you get what I'm saying? A lot of people, and it wasn't no ego thing or nothing like that. Like, oh, I could leave. Fuck this. I don't want to help the brand. No, it's more so when you when you're after year ten, right? Of your career, if you reach that tenth year pinnacle, that's when you know, okay, A, B, that's it. There's no C, there's no D, there's no E, no. A, B. If I want A, cool. If I want B, then that's where it gotta go. And for me, when it comes to me and when it, and the way I do media, I, I don't do fuck shit media. You know what I'm saying? There's interviews I could I could talk. Though at like the time I had Raz B, I had I had Raz B on on Ream TV. This was like the last season of Ream TV. I had Raz B on before he went on the Breakfast Club. You could go searching on YouTube, okay? Not one time in that interview did I talk about the fuck shit that he was going through with the whole allegations. No. What I stuck on was his story about when he went to China. Remarkably went to China and reinvented himself. See, when it comes to this media shit, we have to understand that I get it. Journalism, the art of journalism is to get the best accurate story out. Or for that matter, the best um the best story that you research, per se. Right? But in this space of what we do in media, why do we have to continuously just stick on the exposing shit? Why do we have to continue on the negative shit? Why do you have to continue on just pure fuck shit that this person that you're getting on who was able to give his time to come to your platform and share his story to you or her story to you? Why am I going to add on to the others that do that? But see, and that's what I think, like, when I look at you, because I've watched your interviews before, like, when I met you, I was, you know, I had honestly found out about you when I saw your show. Right. You know, I was up and coming. I was learning. You know, so I always looked at who was who, right. you know, and this is why one thing I respected you. I respected JB's journalism as well, but sometimes he liked to get in the fuck shit, too. 50-50. Um, 50-50. 50-50, th- but I... Because of the trolling. But not even the trolling, but I get... I'll, I'll tell you one thing about JB. But before that, yeah, and then Max 357 of the Evening Experience. Right. You know, when I started, I went to his interview with DJ Self. Right. Um, and that's when he was having live on. And while I saw one personality ask him, yo, why didn't you sign Cardi? Right. That automatically turned me off because it's like, yo, I'm not here really. If I'm listening to the interview, I'm not here to see why he didn't sign her. But I understand it though. After his explanation, but go ahead, continue. No, in a business sense, yeah, you can ask that, but you're asking on some love and hip hop shit. So... I don't want to really know what's going on in love and hip hop being as I also right. don't watch a show. I want right. to know what made you you. What what were the, the crates in your in your uh, what were the records in your crate? Right. Stuff like that. Right. You know, just like I'm here the with process. you. Yes. The process. Like for you, for an example, what were your influences, especially Ooh. media being that you also you grew up in Lauriton. Yeah, grew up in Harlem and, and Lauriton. And you grew up in Harlem. So you get two different experiences. Mm-hmm. So tell me a little bit about that and your influences. I'll, I'll put it like this. Um, shout out to my older brothers, um, DJ Mike Action and um, and D Money. Um, also is great friends and partnership with uh, T Money from UMTV Raps. Also, shout out to Mikey Destruction. He was my neighbor. Um, when it came, 
See, all right. So when it came to Harlem, I was born in East Harlem. My family moved to Bradhurst Avenue in the, in Harlem, and then we went to Laurelton, Queens. Um, I always jokingly say that you know I have the best of both worlds. In Harlem, you got the flash, the community, and whatever have you, the flair, the uh, we're gonna get it. We the best doesn't matter. In Laurelton, you got the coofness. You got I've seen and witnessed black excellence in front of my face that homeowners and business owners are in your town. Your neighbors are the same skin as you, color as you. Um, just creative space alone. Just being Queens alone. You know what I'm saying? How many creatives came out of Queens? What we have to do just to get to the city. If you was living in Laurelton, if you was living in um, Linden Boulevard over by Franny Lou, if mm-hmm. you was living anywhere like Northside, right? It was a long trip to get to the E-Train or for that matter, Long Island Railroad to get into the city. So shout out to um, DMC from Run DMC. Um, I remember um, when Lisa Evans did a... Um, a town hall meeting in Queens and at Jamaica. Um, he said the story about how he would get pent up because that's what it is with us from Queens. We're getting pent up. So if, if we, if we coming from far places, nigga, when we get to your set, doesn't matter. Producers that killed rappers that killed actors, any kind of creative. Oh, we're fucking your shit up. You know what I'm saying? So pretty much with me, when it came to the inspirations, Number one, always in hip-hop, and, and I always tell people this all the time, when you come to talking in the hip-hop culture, if you don't mention this man's name, don't talk to me about hip-hop, and that's Fab Five Freddy. You know what I'm saying? That's my number one person that brought me into this hip-hop culture and media and how he did shit with Yom TV raps and everything that magnitude because a lot of times people in the hip-hop culture don't like to give this man his credit where credit's due. You wouldn't have your showcases if it wasn't Fab Five Freddy. If him and Basquiat didn't link up together down in um, Lower East Side and around that downtown area and shit like that, you wouldn't be having no showcases. That's real talk. You know what I'm saying? Let me ask you about JB, right? Okay. Because we already touched base on the mere fact that everything... Respect to him. Shout out to JB. I'm I'm, always... I love and respect that man. I don't want No, no, no. I love and respect him too. I just want to say, I don't want people to think that when he passed away, it took a long time for me to show the admiration or show it wasn't that. I'm different when it comes to those things. I have to internalize it before I do it. I mean, being I was one of the last people to actually see him in his hospital bed. Right. Um, when the tubes were in, it took a long time to internalize that. Right. Because when I met him, he was six foot tall, thuggish teddy bear, smiling at me, you know, right. at at the the West End Lounge, and then I'm getting a call like, yo, he's at this hospital. I'm like, what? Right. Um, but I go. it goes to say, being that he's been gone from us for about a year now, do you feel, and like I said, he's not, he's a force that cannot be replaced, but do oh, you, no, Buffalo. but do you feel like, I don't want to say you stepped in his place as a media person, but Ooh. do you feel like you're guiding the indie in a way oh, now man. because you've been doing a lot of media work? Oh man, that's such a tough question. Um, and I'm glad you asked that. I'm a, I'm gonna say it like this. Um, I'm a firm believer that you can't replace ghosts. Right. I can't replace the even the magnitude of what JB brought to the table. You know what I'm saying? The only thing I could do is I can only be Remo Marac. I could be sorry. Let me correct myself on that. I could only be Kareem Remo Marac Tyson. Okay, I could. I, there's oh so much that I could do. You know what I'm saying? And not even on that level. I know a lot of people independently and some lower level mainstream have asked me multiple times, like, "Yo, why you never did events, or why you never did showcases, or whatever the case may be." Under me, right? And my answer to that is, I am I am really from that orient. Because you got to remember, I was in mainstream before I came to independent. Yeah. So I'm really of that orient of, okay, it has to be right. I don't care if it's learning steps. It has to be right. I'm not doing this just so you can put pictures up and, and show it or whatever. It has to be fucking right. 
I have to have a right team that we're all on the same page for this event to work because you know why? I'm going to keep it a buck because my name is on it. My name is on it. That's that's the part. My name will be on it. You're talking this. Listen, let me tell you something right here. And I've, I've mentioned it multiple times on many platforms that I've been on and stuff like that. You're talking to somebody who tried to kill himself multiple times for this shit. That's how real, that's how much, that's why all the passion you see me, all the pounds your chest, all the everything that you see of what I've done and contributed to. You're talking to somebody who tried to kill himself multiple times for this shit. Okay, because as a creative, as I said before, that's my mindset. I went to high school of art and design. Okay, I learned about what it is to be a creator. What it is to be a creative. Okay, there's only two levels. There's create or you kill yourself. If there's no purpose, you kill yourself. Okay. I take shit serious for a fucking reason. Okay. It's not because I I could boast, I could pound my chest, I could prove this. Oh, and, and I've always admitted it. For years, I've admitted it. My numbers are low. Granted, I get the little Hollywood nostalgia everybody likes to put me on or whatever, or Remo's Hollywood. Fine, jokingly, or if you're serious, or whatever the case may be. But the one thing is, I'm passionate about how consistent I am. I'm passionate about whose time I have obtained to be on my platform. Okay, I'm passionate about the stories that I'm displaying because there's other eyes in other world in, in another part of the world or in another city or whatever have you that's hearing or seeing a different vision that's from me. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? So definitely to your question, I mean, here's, here's what I'll say with this. Even if I was to, the lack of respect would be at a high at a high value. And the reason why I say it is because the dick fuck shit. You know what I'm saying? Of oh, you trying to be JB or you trying to be the next one. It's like why why does it have to be that way? Why is it that Remo Marac was here always? You get what I'm saying? And and it's not it's nothing against JB. I I've always loved JB. You know what I'm saying? I've heard little rumbles maybe about oh, I'm jealous of JB or oh, you know, Stupid shit. Oh, shit. Stupid, stupid shit that it's like, why would you even mention that in a circle? And and also, too, I'm going to touch home with you for a minute. Um, I'm a little pissed off about the Ray Fame thing. Okay. On my end? No, not you. Okay. How is it that it took me to go on somebody else's page to find out Ray Fame died? Okay, hold on. Hold on. Not, 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 not nothing to you. I'm just asking a question. Any other time, it's Remo, yo, get me on the show. Remo, yo, come film. Remo, yo, come this, come that or whatever. Something of that fucking magnitude. You get what I'm saying? And I get it, fine. Certain information or whatever, I get it. Certain circles to fuck with certain circles or whatever. But let's not fucking act like Remo Marac didn't pay attention to a Ray fame. Or for that matter... There was never a time I interviewed him, or for that matter, things to support him. In in a in a sense, I'm in a sense of yo, he's hardworking. He he's gonna get the music done, but it's like the fuck shit is okay. Don't mention that. You you know, so no. Let's just keep it a buck. Let's just. I, I mean, could keep it real. a buck, being that I was one of the people that was around for fame, and over the last year. We tried our best, honestly, to, and that's me and the people that love him, to keep a lot of things about his recovery quiet. Right. Because that was the wish of not only the family, but that was The wish of him, okay. As for everyone else that posted about him, I wouldn't know how they found out, to tell you the truth. Right. Because when I found out Fame Dead, he was driving me home, and I was smacked as fuck on the phone with Coney crying. Right. So... I can't give you that answer, but, no, what, right. but what I can tell you, what I don't like that happened was a lot of people jumped on the dick sucking, rest in peace fame, you know, and a lot of these people that claim rest in peace. And once again, some of them, I didn't know them to even be close to him. Right. 
you know, but a lot of these people that claimed they were close, why weren't you at the funeral? Right. You know, I saw the eye there. I saw Michelle thing. I saw people that genuinely fucked with the man there. Right. Um, but in the end of the day, you know, I can't answer for that. No, right. No, I, um, I just, I, me, like I said, you know, like you said, Katie, you know me personally. You know what I'm saying? The one yeah. thing about me, I'm, I'm not a, I'm not a finger pointer, but I'm going to touch on things that, okay, if back to your question at hand from originally, yeah. okay, if I am to take JB's place, right, or whatever the case may be, even though that's not humanly possible. Yeah, no, we're not saying that. No, right, but. But your own version. Right. Or the value thereof, then how how or when is that respect going to be there? You know what I'm saying? If if you can't respect me and if you can't respect me enough, or even for that matter, to even remotely hit me up, I'm not saying you, I'm just saying in in the whole general aspect of things. No, I got bitched at a lot for not telling anyone. Yo, like you know, like yo, Remo, son, ah ah ah. You the icon or whatever the case may be. I'm not saying I'm an icon, but I'm just saying this is what I've I've, I've heard some, yeah. from my nine years in the independent industry with with me and media. If if it, if it can't be that respected, then how is it that even remotely, not even like to look at me to take a place, but what else would you want me to lead with? You get what I'm saying? And it's not to say that I don't want to be that guy or I'm afraid of it or whatever, but it's like, you know, this is why shit. Everybody want to know why did I leave hip hop two years ago? Cause I was I was sick of it. I was sick of it. I was sick of I was sick of what was happening in hip hop. I was sick of a lot of shit, and I was just even just seeing seeing things behind the scenes that was fuck shit. And then also too, fuck shit that was happening that I was a part of that my name was getting put in. I said, fuck this. You know, shout out to Hip Hop Gamer. Rock and rolled with him. So, my love, we're going to have to continue. Yeah, I know. I, I know. I know. Oof, we're oof. Gonna, we, we already got on a I roll, know. but we're going to have to continue this on, on the podcast now. Okay, we can, we can do it on Cuts Podcast. That's uh, fine. We, no, I mean on my podcast. Okay. We could do Cuts Podcast, yeah, too. Yeah, we, we can cross brand. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not shy to cross brand. I just, I just want to say this before I go. Yes. End all, be all. Respect. The value of what you create. That's one. Two, be consistent as you're supposed to be. Three, stop doing things only at a certain level. If the relationship you have with somebody is doper and cool past what you create, then maintain that. It's okay. It's not dick sucking. It's not fucking clout chasing. It's called you're building relationships in business. That's what's supposed to happen. You get what I'm saying? And with me at the end of the day, I'ma say it. Don't give me icon status and old Remo's Hollywood, old Remo's the man, if the respect is not the same. Real shit. Real shit. Listen, and you and a lot of people know my story. I did not come in this industry for fame, for fortune, or whatever. Two things I came in this for. For business and to be a solid impact. That's inspiring. That is it. Straight up and down. So, you know, definitely definitely continue this. I appreciate you having me. You know, definitely. I'm sorry we got yo, real deep into it, that. Yo, I wish it was more time. But No, nah, I know. I know. We got to get the other guests in. Definitely. You know what I'm saying? And I respect it. You know what I'm saying? That's where, that's where I'm at in my career now. It's about respect. It's about inspiring. It's about leading. That's it. You know? Yes. What's up? Oh yeah, I was yeah, I was in Hype Magazine this year. Yeah, shout out to Hype Magazine, man. I was I was in the January edition. Shout out to Hype. Shout out to um, who's the editor? Ugh, sugar honey's uh, he's the chief editor. Oh my god, I think it's Brian. If I'm not mistaken, I think it's Brian. I think I think it's Brian. The way that happened. Here's the funny thing that happened. I'm 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 gonna wrap it up. Here's the way that happened. It was hilarious. So I'm in a media group on Clubhouse. Oh, so it goes back to the clubhouse. No, right. But here's the thing. Hold on. So, yeah. I got you. I got you with one. Yo, so. Oh, I got you with an advice. Yo, so I, I was just being me. 
energetic, regular, introduce myself, pitch, hey, this is where it goes. I ain't gonna lie. He says, yo, DM me. I said, okay, cool. I DM him. I DM him the normal pitch that I have with the links and everything. I keep it a buck with you, no bullshit. Like a week or two later, pal. First 2021, here you go. Hype Magazine, number one digital magazine in the world. But it just goes to show, like, listen, my number, and like I said, my numbers are not that high. But it's the consistency. It's how I prep things. It's what I present. It's whom I present things to. It's what I accurately do with my brand and everything like that. It's, it's, it's things you got to put work in. You know what I'm saying? At the end of the day. So that's just the best thing I said. Like I said, I'm just a regular, hardworking figure, entertainment figure from Harlem and, and Laurelton, Harlem, NYC, and Laurelton, Queens, who's in year 15, who still has enough to go. That's it. So, my love, where can they find you? You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Remo Marak. That's R E E M O Marak, M E E R A K. Also, Cuts Podcast is Cuts underscore podcast. You can find Cuts. Cuts is culture, urban technology, and sports on Apple, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Google, uh, Breaker, Stitcher. Uh, all of those places and more. More. And also, too, you want all the content? Go to RemoMarat.com. You want all the content? It's there. Hit me up. And also, too, on Instagram, man. As long as you, you, you're with quality stuff. Tune the fuck in because Dolly's finally fucking here. Yo, you see Dolly building are you happy now are you happy now sir she's here are you fucking happy now I swear to god i never saw sparrow more excited for one of my interviews until this remarkable young person came and fucked the whole game up for all these people um but beside me once again hailing from pregame radio network the one the only mr Brooklyn Black himself. Yes, I'm here. I'm here. What's good? What's good? Raw Zone was popping. You know, he's like the unofficial, like, drop-in co-host when he want to be. Coming in with the gray sweatpants and Tasha's here. <laughs> Thank God. Supervising him in case there's no fuck shit. It's almost summer, man. So, we got Tasha in the building. But now we have the infamous, the beautiful, purple-haired goddess herself, Dolly Tyson in the building. good things about you of course you know 21 year old from brooklyn up and coming talent for this one to co-sign you that means a lot because i don't see him co-sign many people you know and he's not not even in the management like he like i asked him like yo that's your artist because yo i'll put her in no problem it's like nah but i believe in her so i'm like all right i take that at face value if he says he believes in you because there's a lot of fucked up artists here that just talk about doing lean and teeny bopping. I'm sorry, you know for a fact that shit's crazy. <laughs> look, 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 we're not here for that. <laughs> you know, so someone that came out with actual bars, like you gave me a little bit of a Nicki vibe, like in your cadence, especially with some of the songs from the new project. But you come with your other projects, very, very like in the bars, very, very emotional, you know. So I got a good grasp of who you were just from listening to your music. Um, just tell us a little bit about yourself.
How do you feel it being the little fish in a big pond right now? Um, that's a good selection. I like that. I try. Um, kind of what I do. I, I like that right there. Um, I could say, not, well, being a little fish like in a big pond, I could say it's harder. Because, you know, in other words, underground rappers, we don't get that much overlooked. We don't get that much airtime. Commercial time is just hard for us on the come up and the rise. So, and nine times out of ten, Go for it, fuck it. I love to fuck talk it. about real shit. Like the, the, the other, the fancy car talk, the, the BBSs. Yeah, I may put a bar or two, but that's not me. Because I wasn't raised like that. I wasn't brought up like that. I was brought up with not even crumbs to feed no mice. Like on some real shit. Like I had a hard life. So it's not it's not as easy for everybody. But for me, I maintain my life in this industry. Like I know what to do and what not to do. So being that you had that hard life, and especially over the last year, how were you able to make your music pop, you know, in a time where even if you were a little fish in a big pond, the, the big the big fish in the big pond got fucked too. Mm-hmm. You know, so how'd you do it? Um, well, I can say one thing I always tell myself is just focus on yourself. Especially in this industry, like, you're not here to make friends. You're not here to, you're here to be nice, but also you're here to work. But not to be too nice, because I can be a nice guy. situations in, in 2020 that's why I'm saying that you know so even working with people sometimes people just don't be up to par and just as dedicated to you in, in the form of work so I try to stick to myself like and that's just how my life goes music the way it pops I'm not gonna hold you all my music comes from like real real situations that I've dealt with so every time you hear my music just know Lil Dally done been through that fucking situation Sweetie, talk more into the mic because because Sparrow said your mic is too low and we've raised you high, so you might have to talk closer. Oh, oh, all right. There you go. Can you hear me now? Yeah. Can you hear her now, Sparrow? Is is this show just for Sparrow's fucking liking? He he needs to chill out. (laughs) I don't know, man. Like, I was just trying to make sure people hear her. Because she got a voice, and we got yeah, here. Like, all right, let me speak a little louder. So basically, I'm going to speak what I said. So um, basically, we're making a, making the a music pop within myself. Um, basically, every song that I make, I've been through that scenario. So I, I make sure all my music is from past experiences or something I'm dealing with. But it's kind of hard for me to write something I'm dealing with at the time. So I try to make sure I overcome that obstacle in, in order for me to write it and release it. And just be like, all right, fuck this shit, now y'all got it. Cause I'm an emotional rapper. Like I can't just give you something while it's like happening because I'm crying, and I don't like that. So, what then? No, let me start differently. Because you hear a lot of the emotions in the first project, and that was called Purpose, right? Yes. Sorry, just had to make patience. Patience, yeah, patience. Sorry, patience. I'm sorry. it's okay. Um, and that was a lot of emotions. Um, because when you hear it, you literally feel everything. How did? What was the? What were you feeling, putting that project out? Because it was very raw. Um, patience was um was very personal. I can say, um, it was it was really really personal. Um, I just needed to have patience with myself. Because I was getting really like, I, it was coming to the point I was like, yo, I've been doing this shit for that fucking long and nobody's paying attention to me, nobody's listening to my music. And it's just like, yeah, you, I had to like come to myself, yeah, you, you doing stuff, but what you really doing? And it, it 
came, I had to humble myself and realize that in my head. I'm just putting on me because I'm not doing much. So when 2021 came, I had patience. After I dropped patience, literally, it's just like, it makes me emotional because I dropped patience and then literally in December, I, I got an email that I was worldwide certified. And it's just like, now I'm playing in Germany and I'm playing here, I'm playing there. And it's just like real emotional for me because I, I do this shit alone. No management team, it's just nobody. It's just, I'm home with my friend, like, you know, my mother supports me the most she can, but hey, I'm grown. I don't, I don't need mommy to hold my hand. I need to go in here like a full grown shark. So what drives you? Um, what give you that drive for you to be that full blown shark? I can say my grandmother passing made me into this like this persona. Cause like sometimes you know I'm cool, I'm a cool person, but I am very aggressive at times, you know. And it's just like losing somebody you love it, it just changes you. And I guess I was I never knew how to cope with it, and I wasn't ready. So that's why I had a big shutdown. But then after that shutdown, it's just like, all right, I'm gonna take all this anger and then and hurt and just put it into music. And then I started doing that, and it took me far. It took me far. Well, they did say music was therapy. Yes, it is. It's like very therapeutic. What do you feel like? Because you put up, so you put out, um project in 2020 you also put one early 2021 why why drop both at such a short period of time um basically um the the songs that i dropped for um 2021 um i dropped it is what it is in january january 22nd um that's another thing i'm doing a lot of a lot of stuff with the 22s i'll be dropping the 22nd a lot and it's, it's something bigger than that reason you know, I am 22 right now, so I'm about to be 23, so it's a bigger reason for that. But, um, I miss being 23, I'm not even gonna <laughs> lie. That just, like, it just made you think about that, right, guys? Oh man, listen, I feel like you know, that project it is what it is. I've been, I've been holding that, that pain in for a while. And if you actually, I'm not gonna get into details about the song, if you heard the song, you heard it, but um, that song was very deep for me, and it's just like it's to the point of. I couldn't hold it in no more. I felt like it was time for me to share it to all my supporters and stuff. So just get that off my shoulders so they can know and pardon me what I've been through and stuff. So, and literally, it just came to me. Like, the slogan of this year for 2021 will be, it is what it is. Because like, at this point, it is what it is. See, I, with this COVID shit and stuff, it is what it is. See, I've been saying that it is what it is, and then, like, three people came out pregnant, and then they blamed oh. me for it, so I don't say that no more. What? <laughs> how, how, how does that... Never mind. Why do we blame me for anything, Black? But, um, DJ, do we have any questions for this lovely young lady? Oh, that's your sister? Yeah, she in the cut. So I got thank on that one because um, <laughs> that that I was going through a really really fucked up toxic situation. Like, oh God, a situationship. Here we go. No, it was a relationship, but it was just like really toxic. No situationship. I never said relationship. <laughs> no, situation. I'm saying it was a relationship. You oh. Me, but it was really toxic and stuff, and you know, and sometimes you gotta decide. <laughs> oh, the fire! She's so raw. Talk that like, spicy shit. Welcome to the raw zone, goddamn it! It's like people don't really want to talk about it. Like, all right, I'm not gonna lie. I'm a crazy bitch. I done ran down on that motherfucker, popped up at his house through spaghetti. Oh, she sounds like my type of people. I like I this. I done it all, but my point is, <laughs> I had to come to a realization that I'm a boss ass bitch, and you only got clout in your music. 
Oh, boom! Side by side, baby. Yeah, that that was definitely a sound effect moment right there. That was a sound. <laughs> Yo, DJ, what's going on? Wow. Oh, that's crazy. And now, because of that, I need you to introduce Pop Up. Pop oh. Out. I'm sorry. Pop Out. Uh, Yo, I was like, Pop Out. Yo, you got that energy, we gotta play that song. You bitches need to stop fucking playing with me and my sis. Be pretty, shout Yikes. out to Be Pretty for fucking walking on this song. You already know, pop out. And yeah. YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, catch us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Rocket Cast, all of, all of those good shits. But, um, and we're sponsored by Talent Wave, just in case we didn't say it. Hi, Brian. Um, so we hear Dolly Tyson, everyone. Um, what is your influ- your influences in music? Um, you know you're going to get asked this a lot. Yeah, I See, I'm I'm glad she said that because she told me some of the females from now. I don't know if I would have been okay with that because I'm like, she got a, you have a pop like I feel like with you have the aggressive rap, but you still have a little bit of a pop thing because I can hear you be played in the pop stations, mm-hmm. you know because you're versatile. Um, for, How do you, how do you keep your cadence so? Cause you go quick, girl. Um, I know people in the thirties that can't do that. That's a good question. I don't even know. Like it <laughs> just comes out. Like all honesty, it's just like my brain. It works together, and it's just like yo, we do this, do this, do that. Now it's like it just it flows. I'm like, what is that? You got the uh, the acoustic show. Yes. How the fuck is that? Yeah, seriously. Um, you know, it was it was a little downgraded because of COVID, but it was it was a different experience, you know. Seeing like, huh? Is it the cocaine? That don't look like shit. Hey, listen, it was a good question. We'll see here. At least at Raw Zone, we're chill. Y'all could come out whenever. Like we, like we, we can. So, like you said, twenty you you did the Super Bowl pre-show. You did you got the accolades. What is one thing you can take away that you can tell someone in your position or going into your position?
So, I've done research on you, right? You know I do research, Black. So, I went to your like page. You know, when I go to the like page, you know it's serious. Because I like to look and see what I could find. Like, a stand show that, like, picked that one person apart from the rest. Because everyone claims to rap this, that. Once again, not trying to insult anyone. I just, I like to do research. You put on your page, on your like page, that you want, you love doing your music, and you want your your community to become unity. Yes. Okay. How, with your music, you feel like you can bridge that, at least in your community? Because we can't save the world. Because you can't just, unless you have that power at this point, no one's changing the world right now. Do you give back to the community? Like, do you actually, like, don't, like, there's some artists that I know that do, like, like, community service, like, heavy community service. And I didn't expect that from some people. I mean, we ain't talking about money, but like, just even know, doing the simplest of things like. The most I do is, I'm not going to do, I do nails. So, people in the hood, I've been looking them up if they just want to know this stuff. Sometimes I get a whole free session, and you know, I'm not going to lie. Most of my sets I give out is free, but that's just an assignment. Your nails are pretty, by the I'm way. I'm about to start charging, bitch, because this looks like a $300 set. It's over for that, but <laughs> it's over for that. Why no, <laughs> I don't know what big ball is. My my pockets are like small pockets. Exactly. That's past tense. Now I say I'm broke 24 7. I'm broke, baby. I'm broke. All the time. It's been working perfectly. <laughs> I love the broke life now. Oh, the broke life's amazing. <laughs> See, the broke life's amazing because that's when you know who the real friends are and the fake ones will leave you the fuck alone. <laughs> amazing yeah. shit. So, does the photographer want to say anything? Because I know he'd be always dying to say shit. No, I'm just chilling right now, you know? chilling? <laughs> no, I just want to make sure. Oh, he thought, oh, he recording. Oh, we got video footage. We luck. Oh, there's two cameras. Oh, my God. There's so many cameras here. Yeah, we, the camera's rolling for Dolly Tyson. Man. I know. She we a big thing. Were we not talking, bro? Nah, we're not going there. Oh, we're not, we're not going there, then. Then, let's... <laughs> Oh, see, I don't know what was, I don't know what I, look, she said, so. 
she said, why not? So. Oh. Okay. Oh, Listen, we got too many of those fake friends. We don't want fake friends. We want real friends. Yeah, like. But nah, let's point out the fake friends. Why not? You want me to point out the fake friend after the last week I've had? Let's let's not do that. <laughs> Hold on. You say older, older. Like, what? We what? talking like AARP older. benefits? Okay, but let me ask you a question. How old were you then? Okay, so she might be quite older right now. Yeah, she's still in her Fox right now. <laughs> she probably sitting in her rocking chair watching Fox or something right now. <laughs> I just did the map. Look, he said, don't disrespect his cougar. (laughs) Don't disrespect his cougar queen. Nah, because listen, listen, listen. I mean, I don't know. I don't think it's a cougar now because it's. Wait. I would. No, she has to be like a gilf because of her age. Oh, that's a fact. She came around like once. It was like, yo, it's a nigga. Don't be hoes, and you want a nigga. You know what I'm saying? So like that, like to have that perspective and like to be able, like to to have somebody in your corner like that and to be able to uh, weed that out yourself. That's an amazing gift. Yeah. She done, she done chose violence, I tell you. That's what I'm saying. But she done chose violence. Why haven't you had your own TV show yet? Oh, God. God bless your soul. You, why everybody tell me that? Like, Yo, because you have the energy. Technically, if you really want to talk marketing, had you done your own type of... Once again, I'm not her manager, and I'm not trying to impose on anyone that is her manager. <laughs> But if I was representing you in some way, shape, or form, I would have had my own YouTube series by now because you talk a lot in a good way. I'm saying it, <laughs> not because there's some people yeah, that talk a lot <laughs> and they they need to shut up. But That's she talks. Leo what? That's that Leo energy. Yo, but it's a fact though. You know, if she just pushed that with her pen, keep both of it together, she could market herself as a and. As an artist and whatever she want to do. If she want to do some real world shit. Or if she want to be on TikTok. Fucking doing the dances and making the Dolly Tyson challenge. Like, nah, listen. Okay. <laughs> that, you got me fucked up now. I love no, her ad-libs. Listen, I walked up two flights of steps and my knees feel like they can't walk no more. She ain't doing what? no TikTok dance. Hey, Sweetie, don't you're... judge me. Ran up 17 flights yesterday. Not the point. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you let that part yeah, out. Right. I walked up two flights of steps and it was over. Um, excuse me, but your knees is like two years old compared to my eight tight knees right now. What's going on? Nah. Like, <laughs> it's just like, yeah, it's just like, listen. Yeah, I'm not budgeting. All I, I get out of breath. I don't got time for the dancing. I used to, but it's just like, nah. Dolly don't dance, she boogie. Yeah, my, uh, I do a little two-step here and there. You catch me on the stage, you a little rock and back. <laughs> a little, a little bit. A little woo-walk, and it's a... <laughs> and that's it. That's about it. You see that woo-walk shit right there? I can tell I'm old, because I be watching people do that shit. I'
Go eat walkers. <laughs> I just learned that when she did. I was like, oh, that's what's going on. I didn't even, I don't, uh, at my age, I don't know what a walk is. Damn, we old. Listen, <laughs> hey, y'all making me feel young. You are? What the living fuck? Listen, okay. I wish I was 23 again. I'm feeling in my knees. My love, I've okay. been I've been saying this since I was the moment I turned twenty five. You ever watch Friends, or was that before your your time? Like respectfully, like have you like you remember that episode when they all turned thirty and Joey was like, "Why? That was me when I turned twenty five, and that's gonna be me on my next birthday when I turn twenty nine. I'm gonna be crying." She, she said, "Turn twenty nine." Okay, so I'm not. It's a different thing for males with females. I'm a black male in America. It ain't that much different. Ain't that much different. Because y'all don't crack. Y'all look amazing. We don't crack, but the person with the gun makes us crack. You feel me? Like, (laughs) but anyway, like I was saying, like, I I love my age right now, man. I'm a white person. I can't answer that. I can't answer none of that shit. Well, (laughs) I mean, the safe bet says for me to shut the fuck up. That's how I feel right now. Why did I want to be this age? <laughs> but it is 11. You know, let's be grown when we was young. You know what I'm saying? We saw, we saw all, the, all the people doing all the, all the fun shit. They yell and go and they won. They get driven. You know why? Because they understand how much rent costs and but bills. You, bills no. and shit. Like, you want to know why? Because in the 90s, they didn't have half of the social media shit we had. So life was fucking perfect compared. Listen. Fuck about social media. No, no, but they made it sound like it was so simple. Now, if you tell me not that because we see more now, yeah, it makes us hate being an adult, but they were probably living the life of Riley back in the 80s. Like, that's my point, but that's my point too. When the potheads in the 80s raised the kids of the, the, the 80s, 90s, and 2000s, well, fuck the 2000s, no offense to anyone. Wow. Whoa, whoa, whoa. No, no, no. The kids born in the two thousands. Right. We have. Oh, I ain't gonna say none of that. You know what? No, I can't say fuck kids in two thousands. I ain't gonna hold you. Like right now, they're the leading forces. Yo. Yeah, and they're the leading forces controlling this fucking industry. You still want to say that's a good idea? No, no, I ain't talking about none of that. I'm talking yeah. about like, real life, real life shit. Like on, on the front line right now is the young motherfuckers. Like the generation under us and the generation under them. They don't give two fucks about what you feel. Like, if you offend them, they're going to let you know. They're going to punch you in your face. Like, I love the kid. Yo, I'm a teacher, right, during the day. I fucking love my students, and I don't say that because I get paid to be with them. You know, I say that because they're the smartest fuckers I've ever met in my life. They literally talk. They'll tell you more about American politics than a 30-year-old right now. There we go. So it is eleven fifty, and and someone told me you want to freestyle. Yes. So oh shit. I I wanted to hear the 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 heavy bars. In pre- questions. What? Ask the questions. You, where you get your beats from? Um, I get my beats from everywhere. So sometimes I get them from YouTube. My uncle's a producer. I also have another beat maker in Baltimore. Um. Look, see, there you go, see? Yo, DJ be plugging his name all the time. That's why I say you ask them questions, man. That's my DJ. That's my DJ, guys. But um, where can they find you? Pay her price, guys. 
Stop going the easy way out. Pay their prices, goddammit. <laughs> oh, man. It's the end of the night. I hate the end of the night. I really do. And that night brings a new day, man. So I mean, good. it does, but that means I have to wait a whole nother week to come back. And the next week when we come back, it's 420. You know it. You know, so there's going to be a lot of fuckery there, too. I'm not bringing liquor next week. Hope you know that. Okay, you bring your bottle. I cop from from black, and then we just come back here. <laughs> um, but yes, my friend, where can they find you? Of course, I'm everywhere. Instagram, Brooklyn underscore black. But of course, find me each and every week. Pregameradio.net, Friday and Saturday nights, seven and nine, doing the damn thing on pregame radio. And on Roku. No, I'm not on Roku. You're not on Roku, just Tasha. You're not on Roku either. What happened? We're just not there. Okay. <laughs> there goes my there goes my Roku time. <laughs> it's a takeover. Uh, Next time you see me, she's not here. Oh shit! Hold on, you gonna see? Oh shit! Yeah, see. Yeah. Yeah, see, you gonna see her a whole bunch of other places. I can't wait. I can't wait to see where you, you end up. Stream hot winners. Stream hot winners. You be kidding. Oh. Tasha, where can they find you? Because, you know, you still got to plug in everything you got to. You know, Mike. I was supposed to be invisible here. I know you. I mean, ta- <laughs> not really. Seeing as you've been on the camera this whole time. Oh, have I? Yeah. yeah <laughs> what? All social media. Would you like to say it to the microphone, right. though? Because the microphone's right next to you. Hey. Hey. Speak of the mic. You um, do. Now, that might counts too, but we're talking about the microphone that goes into the stereo, it goes into all of this. Okay. Well, you guys <laughs> can find me on all social medias, Natasha Nicole Wright. You'll find this footage from this camera that I'm holding on pregameradio.net, also Woo-hoo. on Dolly Tyson's social media, also on Emmy Productions on Facebook. Woohoo. Now I'm going back to being invisible. Now go back and being invisible. <laughs> Sweat. Yes, ma'am. Where are we finding you at? Other than Pornhub. Gentlemen, you can find me on Instagram. What? At DJ Sweat the Gent. That's G E N T. You heard me? Heard you. Photographer. You already know the vibes. It's Sir Monk here. Keep that energy going. Keep that momentum flowing. And let's keep the ball rolling, guys. Have a lovely night. I love my photographer nephew. He got the quick ad lib. I love this. He practiced it. That's like his elevator pitch, but um. Wow. Well, listen, man. You always need a good thirty-second elevator pitch to get them. But um, it's your homegirl Ivy. Next week we got Debonair in the building and guest co-host Rosie Batty from the Four Twenty Sirens for, of course, Four Twenty. Um, which is so fucking weird that all these holidays that 